Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Now for the grace of God, let's go back to Monsignor Stephen Rossetti, whom I think we have back on. Stephen, are you there, Monsignor? George, I'm here. I'm sorry about that. Uh, the demons you know, are out to get you and me. Well, you know, it, 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 I know people may not believe this, but we uh, it's not uncommon that possessed people try to chat with us. Uh, phone lines, which are normally working just fine, just stop working. And uh, so we have a special prayer we say for technology. And I actually just threw some holy water on my phones. I mean, just, they go nuts. And no, I, I believe that. It's, it's, well, it's uh, weird. People don't believe that uh, demons actually can influence physical things, but they can. For example, that famous case, the movie The Exorcist uh, was based on, was a real case of a young lad who was uh, possessed. Uh, his, all sorts of physical things happen. You know, his bed starts shaking. Uh, things start flying around the room. I mean, there's all sorts of physical manifestations. We have a case recently where a woman, a young woman was possessed, and she was in this huge truck, and the entire huge you know, two-ton truck was shaking. You know, so uh, they can influence the physical world, and you can bet they don't like people uh, talking about this subject. Well, you know what I was going to say, Monsignor? You and I are talking about something extremely controversial, and when we got into the demonic end of this, and there's more to come, click. I mean, it, it's like they had the control over your phone and just shut you off. Well, it's interesting. We oh, Sometimes we have real tough cases. We'll have maybe two or three different ways of being in touch with a person. So, we'll, you know, we we'll use an Internet phone, we use a regular phone and a cell phone, and, and if they shut down two or three, uh, maybe one other one will work. Or we'll have the phone number of a friend of theirs, and we'll say, we'll call the friend, and the friend will call their friend. So uh, we're used to it, frankly. I, I got to tell you, I don't get spooked very often. <laughs> but this particular night, chatting with you, with what just happened, yeah. it kind of just scares the living daylights out of me. Well, I, uh, we call it the demonic antics. I mean, they, they, they can mess with you a little bit, and they do. You know, they do mess with all sorts of different ways. But uh, there's just a bunch of uh, adolescent. You said there was a little d- prayer that you could do to do yeah. protect. Well, we, is, is it long? Can you just do it now over the phone? Uh, I just I, t- I said a prayer a couple seconds ago, but it's on our app. It's our app is called uh, uh, Catholic Exorcism. So download the app. I encourage people to do that, or www.catholicexorcism.org, and in that app you'll see what, uh, what we call. Uh, a prayer for technology, and uh, Umberlino prayer for technology to protect your devices when you're using them. So whenever it's something big, I should have said it before we started. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's it's we're just getting used to it, so we have, we we read a whole prayer. But uh, I'll say a prayer right now. Again, we ask our the holy angels really to protect our conversation and allow this that the Lord's grace might be. Uh, come to fruition here, and the demons might be cast out in Jesus' name. Let's do it. Let's hope. Let's hope indeed. We're going to take calls with you next hour, too, by the way, Monsignor. And uh, people are just uh, fascinated with this subject matter. What is what you call occult bondage? What is that? Occult bondage? Well, uh, what I would call that, I mean, there's probably different definitions, but first of all, when people do occult behaviors, you know, whether it's uh, Ouija boards, uh, seances, uh, magic, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, they, what they don't realize is when you're not invoking the Lord, 
um, and the one God, you're, you're uh, sort of throwing your net out to this uh, other world. And, uh, and who's going to answer that phone call? It's going to be uh, Satan's going to answer that phone call. And so when you get involved in this stuff, the deeper you go, the more you are bound uh, to Satan in the dark world. And so when we work with people who are possessed, sometimes they practice witchcraft or magic for years. Sure. And they're so dark. That's one sign. They're just, they come to me and they're just, just so dark. Everything just, it's just this total oppression of their whole personality. And I told one guy who was practicing witchcraft, I said, you know, you, you, when I talk to you, you're incredibly down, dark, and uh, he says, yeah, he, he realized that the result of that. You know, Satan's not going to make you a happy person. You know, you're going to be miserable. The little Baltimore boy who the Exorcist book was written about, that Blatty wrote about that we've been talking about, yeah. some say that he was playing with a Ouija board, and that's how the little guy got possessed. What do you think of that? Yeah, no question about it. I mean, that, that's exactly what happened. It turned out that he was close to his aunt, and uh, his aunt was a big spiritualist. She's doing all the sort of, you know, we're talking about cult behaviors, including the Ouija board. So the aunt dies. He picks up the Ouija board and does it for months. And yeah, when people, I know people, sometimes people scoff about, well, there's nothing wrong with the Ouija board. Well, think about it. You know, you're, you're taking this, this, this piece of wood, but you're asking some sort of spirits to come. You're invoking some sort of spirits. Well, if you're not invoking the one true God, who's, who, are you gonna, who are you invoking? What do you think? You're going you're gonna to get a demon. Of course you do. And, uh, and, you know, uh, and he got to possess. Now, when you were talking earlier about how Jesus just uh, did his thing, he did have the authority from God, though, didn't he? Well, we believe, Christians believe that Jesus was fully human, a full human being like, like us, but also divine. He did, so we, you know, both. I mean, he's the one person, but divine and human at the same time. So he could cast them out in his own name as, as the second person of the Trinity. He invoked his authority, his divine authority. Uh, which is w- why Christianity is somewhat unique, uh, because you've got this figure that is the Savior who is fully human and fully divine, so he had the authority in himself. And, and if I remember my catechism classes growing up uh, in, uh, in my Catholic days, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, so Jesus was also God himself, right? Yes, Jesus was. And, that, and you, can, you can see why people struggled with that you know who who do people say that I am and they struggled with it how can how can he do these things how can he cast out demons how can he heal people how can he walk on water it, 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 it they struggled with that um, and you can understand that I mean, how that the concept is very difficult Sunday night is uh, Halloween night uh, there's going to be parties all weekend long monsignor mm-hmm. is there anything wrong with p- adults and kids dressing up like devils and demons and stuff for Halloween because they think it's fun, or is that dangerous? Well, I, I, you know, am I going to get possessed uh, uh, when I, my kid dresses up as a, de- a devil or a witch? Uh, no, no, obviously you're not going to. Uh, is it a good idea? Well, I know one family, a good Catholic family, and they they dress their kids up as, and they the kid gets to pick their favorite saint. Or my my brother uses. As a little girl went out as dressed as a pumpkin, you know, it was kind of cute. Uh, so <laughs> with a little yeah, green head. Yeah, he used to call her that too. He called it by pumpkin, you know. So it's, it's a term of endearment. Uh, but I think what happens is people don't believe these are witches are real or, or or demons are real. 
if they if they realize how evil and ugly and awful uh, demons are, uh, they wouldn't do it. You know, I think they they trivialize some really ugly realities. Well, that's that's true. I mean, uh, it really is. And I got got to tell you, after tonight's episode with the phones, <laughs> it's not funny. It's it's yeah, unbelievable. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we we try to. I uh, when you do exorcisms, you have to have a a bit of a stout heart. You have to trust in Jesus, you know. And uh, and that's the first thing I tell people come, you know, working with us. Trust in Jesus. You'll be fine. So when when ugly things start to happen, and you know things start flying, uh, you know you don't you don't get too upset about it. I mean you just say okay yeah fine. I mean if someone said my picture flew off the wall, I said well put it back. <laughs> so, I got an email in Monsignor during the break when we were trying to connect with you, and uh, from one of our listeners who said George, that was the greatest theatrical stunt I have ever heard on the radio. <laughs> Let's tell him <laughs> that was not a stunt. That was real. Yeah, it was not a stunt. And you, you people called me again and again. They kept going to voicemail. And they say, what's wrong with your phone? I said, nothing. I've got it in my hand. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for your call. So no, I'm just used to it. And uh, That was weird. Happened? Hey. Well, uh, a, couple, uh, a couple weeks ago, one of our uh, uh, good team members, uh, the demons were unhappy with her. They picked up a bowl in front of her, uh, 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 a bowl. And like like a cereal bowl or something? Well, it was a, a ceramic plate, you know, the side rug. Yeah, okay. They picked it up and threw it across the room. It hit the wall and smashed. And so she sent pictures of uh, the pieces to us uh, of the, the dish. This one, the demons just wanted her to know that they were mad at her. You're going to make the cover of the New York Times in a day or two after this interview. Yeah, well, it's true. I mean, I, 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 I you know, the spiritual world is real. I mean, I, I people don't. People sometimes don't believe it. I say, well, if you spend a week with us, uh, you would believe it. What do these demons want? When they possess somebody, what do they want? Well, uh, we're all meant for love and communion. I mean, the, every, all of us who are created good, you know, and, and sin is a result of what we did, not what God did. And so even angels, angels were meant for communion with each other, with God. Love is to be united in a loving relationship. In hell, there are no friends. So the demons who are fell from heaven by their own sin, uh, they still have this craving for connection. And so, you know that movie, uh, The Fatal Connection? A uh, Fatal Attraction, rather. Fatal Attraction, the, that's right. Fatal Attraction, yeah. Michael the, Douglas. The, yeah, the individual wanted a relationship, but it was so distorted, uh, it, was, it was awful. And that's the demons thing. They're, they have this innate connect, desire for connection, but they can't love. They don't. They have no idea what love is, and so they try to control. You see this in human beings' lives. I mean, when husbands and wives uh, treat each other badly, they don't. Oftentimes, they don't really love each other in freedom. They try to control and possess. So, it's a, well, that's, that's what sin does to real good relationships. And uh, since you were, you've been doing this, have you had any regrets about being an exorcist? No, I, it's been a great, it's been tough. I mean, there have been moments, you know, where it's, uh, especially with a tough case. Uh, I had one recently where I just uh, said to the Lord, and the Lord, this is, case is killing me. You know, we, we need help here. You know, we, we, need, we need this thing to end. Uh, so it can, it can get uh, challenging, but it's been a big, great grace, too, because what you, I'd say one of the biggest graces is you, you experience uh, in front of you all that you've been taught as a kid in your catechism. 
you know, all those things about the saints and the angels and the Blessed Virgin and Jesus and the church and the priesthood, all that stuff. You know, you, you experience the power of it uh, right in front of you. And it, ironically, the demons uh, witness on, uh, on, on, they try not to, but they witness to the power of God. They just start screaming when, when you bring holy things. That's true, truly remarkable. Give us a story of some case, no, no need to give us names, of something that just really frightened you. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm not sure if, if things, these frightening things frighten me. I, I, uh, uh, never been scared? Never scared. Well, uh, I, I, like everybody else, if something goes thump in the night, for, it'll startle me a little. Sure. Um, You're human. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, so uh, for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I, what I see on a regular basis is a real manifestation of the demonic in front of me. Like this woman uh, was possessed. She woke up with these. It, look, it looked like in the, on her back. I got the picture of it. You know, it looked like the, a beast took its claw and raked it across her back. And it's just awful looking. It looked like she'd been scourged, you know. Um, and so it, you see these kind of manifestations. uh on a regular basis, and the demons are trying to frighten you. But uh, I realize that they're chained. They only can do so much. God only allows them to do so now, much. That is an interesting thing that you just said, that God only allows them. Could God yeah. step in and wipe them out? God can do whatever God wants. You know, God, so you know, so God, what do we have demons around for, then? The same thing. Yeah, this is, no, it's a great question. The same thing. Uh, and they say, well, why does God allow all these evil things on the earth? And I think a lot of people fall away from faith and get angry at God, as Satan did, uh, because, you know, these bad things are happening. I mean, why does God allow my son to die? Why does God allow my kids to get uh, ill? Why do my, why'd my husband get COVID and die? I mean, those are valid questions. Sure. Why, is, why is there evil in the world, essentially? And and here's the the. the, the the Christian answer is that this wasn't God's plan. God doesn't want you to suffer. God didn't make you to happen. He He created us to live in peace with Him and joy, and, and it was human sin. It's what we did. Who is it that shoots each other in wars and kills each other and maims? It's human beings. And we're the ones who have made a mess of this world. So then you say, well, why didn't God step in and, and help us? And the, and the answer was He did. I've, I've interviewed so many physicists, uh, Monsignor, about the Big Bang Theory, how the universe started, and I still haven't had one answer that is acceptable to me. So I'm, I'm going to ask you this as, uh, as a Monsignor, because, of the, you know, being raised as a Catholic, you went up through the ranks as high as you have gone, which is remarkable. What, in your opinion, is God? What is God? Yeah. What is God? Who is God? Who is God? What is God? Here's what I would say. This is my, listen, George, I would say we all have to come up with our own answer. You know what I mean? We, we know what we're taught, but we have to come to an, a personal, uh, uh, you know, it's got to be in our heart and our guts. Here's my answer, I would say. This is just to me, and you can you know, disagree with it, whatever. But I've come to believe that God is pure love. Just there's nothing uh, outside of love. That's all God is. God is completely infinite, uh, infinite love. And so if you want to get to heaven, you've got to be someone, there's got to be some love in your heart. And if there isn't, if it's just hatred and anger, that's Satan's. He's, there's no room in heaven for Satan because he's angry. Yeah, but but when, when we're totally 
filled with love, uh, then we, uh, that's who God is. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.